0: Hi, I'm Thomas. I'm Scott. And I'm the Rage Master. And we host Sci-Fi Melody. And you're listening to Raving Lunatic
1: Media. Catch the sickness. Not that sickness, but they do make a pill for that now. Raving Lunatic Media presents Game Face. Hosted by Nozini GoFresh and Matt Rockstar. Hey, hey, hey everybody! Guess who's back, back again, guess who's back, tell a friend, it's time for Game Face, presented by Raving Lunatic Media. I don't remember what to do, who the heck are you? Um, oh, nice to meet you, I'm Matt Rockstar. Oh, hi, nice to meet you. And who are you? I don't I don't even know. Uh, maybe this'll jog your memory. Uh, Nosy, Nico, Fresh, you're supposed to hit the woo then? Oh, I didn't know. Woo! Yeah, we are back once again. We took a little bit of a uh, holiday hiatus, I, I'd like to call it, through Thanksgiving and kind of just going and being crazy the past couple weeks. I mean, you're starting work back up. I'm uh, uh, now at my job, kind of picking things
0: back up. So how, how you been recently, Nico? I've been good. Nothing really changed, though. for you at least
1: (laughs) for you it's just same old same old huh yep Um, well ladies and gentlemen a little bit of housekeeping before we hop into today's stuff we got a lot of fun stuff planned but If you want to keep hearing this awesome, fun stuff, make sure to follow the show if you're listening on Apple, if you're listening on Spotify, no matter what you're listening on, make sure you hit that follow button. Make sure you rate the podcast five stars if you enjoyed it, one star if you didn't. But, I mean, hey, who wouldn't enjoy me and Nico, right?
0: Got to be a moron if you don't. You
1: got to be a moron if you don't enjoy us. And last but not least, also make sure to like, comment, subscribe. Do all that good stuff. But Nico, we got a lot of fun stuff today. We are talking a year so far uh, in... Uh, the NBA season We're hitting a little bit of the panic button today I know that's one of your favorite segments That we recently started doing And also we're doing a little weird of the week Towards the end of this bad boy But let's start off With my favorite segment Your favorite segment Bucco's favorite segment Everybody's favorite segment It's time For Around The Horn
0: absolute chaos in conference championship weekend for college football and I'm here for all of it. The big talk was whoever wins the SEC title game, would they would one be in, would none be in, would both be in for between Alabama and Georgia. And Alabama won the game. They beat two-time defending national champion Georgia. Roll time. And their 29-game winning streak, 27 to 24. Jalen Milrose had a Heisman-worthy campaign. He's grown really well since the game the Tide lost to Texas and Quinn Ewers. But we'll get to Texas in a second. Washington beat the Oregon Ducks 34 to 21 in the f- most likely final Pac-12 game ever with Oregon and. Uh, USC, both going into the Big Ten next season. I don't know about Washington. But Pac-12, most likely gone. But they had a pretty good send-off. This game was pretty much a a tryout for a top-four spot in the college – or a spot in the college football playoff between these two. And Washington took care of business pretty well.
1: Is there um, – um sorry, weird question as a non-college football watcher a lot of the times. Um Is there also a Big 12? Or is there a Big 10? No, there's a Big 12. Okay, there's a Big 10 and a Big 12. There's like
0: 14 teams in it.
1: Cool, because... Okay, uh, cool fun fact. I love WWE. Wrestling, watch it all the time. Uh, CM Punk just came back. Super excited about that. I thought CM
0: Punk was a singer.
1: No, he is not. (laughs) Uh, Must uh, be somebody else. Yeah. and then So, um, recently they just partnered with the Big 12 for... uh, Football and I was like, "What the heck?" I thought it was the Big Ten.
0: So the, the, the Big Big Ten's a thing, and Big 12's a thing. Okay, just making they're sure they're separate entities. Okay, cool. All right, continue. Sorry. Uh, a team that was in the Big Twelve that will be in the SEC next season, Texas. They destroyed Oklahoma State forty-nine to twenty-one, and I don't even think it was that close. The Longhorns made their—I I meant to say—closing argument. I said losing argument. Closing argument for a spot in the college football playoff. Quinn Ewers tossed 452 yards through the air, threw four touchdowns, and it was a, well, I guess it was Matthew McConaughey. Not Matthew McConaughey. Who the heck said Texas is back? Nobody. No, somebody said. I think it was probably their coach one year. Uh, Don't worry about it. But the college football playoff rankings caused a lot of feelings and a lot of teams, especially FSU, who went undefeated to win the ACC crown, but they ultimately couldn't overcome the season-ending injury to star quarterback Jordan Travis in the eyes of the committee. So the 2023 college football playoff final rankings are 1, Michigan, two, Washington, three, Texas, four, Alabama. Roll that. And then the two teams that did not make it, number five, FSU, and number six, Georgia. So Georgia was ranked number one in the final ranking before the um, conference championship games, and they slid all the way down to number six after losing to Alabama. So I look back at my in-season predictions for it. I didn't do too bad. No, I was looking at these earlier. <coughs> My uh, top pick is nowhere to be found. USC completely fell off the map. They're not even ranked anymore. But I had them number one, Alabama number two, Michigan number three, Georgia number four, Ohio State number five, and FSU number six. So it's almost like your word jumbled them a little I bit. I basically word jumbled them.
1: And then just replaced USC with Michigan.
0: And also replaced... No, no, I had Michigan in there. Michigan was number... Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Ohio State Washington. I I had in there, and they weren't... Yeah, so basically Ohio State and Washington, and then I didn't have Texas in there, but I didn't really believe... I, I figured they would pull like a Dallas Cowboys and just like crumble down the stretch. But hey, Texas is back. But Texas is back for now. They are here. Um, They play Washington... And then Michigan plays Alabama in a few weeks. I'm most Mm. excited for that Michigan-Alabama game. I hope Michigan pulls it out because I just think it would be hilarious with all the crap that's gone on with Jim Harbaugh this season. (laughs) He got suspended in the beginning of the season. He got suspended at the end of the season. And then if Michigan is still there with the, what is it, yellow and blue, maize and blue, Confetti flying at the end I just think would be Hilarious
1: yeah So um going from the Grid
0: iron to the hard wood What you got for me next up I got a little defending national champion, number four, UConn Huskies. They played number five, Kansas, on Friday night, and it was an awesome game. I watched the second half of the game after work, and Tristan Newton had a great game. He had 31 on six made threes, but UConn couldn't overcome a second half run by the Jayhawks and lost 69-65. to 65. Hold on. Nice. They had a chance to win on a Cam Spencer three-point attempt down two with about three or four seconds left. He wasn't open. I don't know if you saw the play. I was watching the game. So, yeah, yeah he, he wasn't really open, but they didn't really have a better shot. I think I think what, they could what, have they, swung what, they, it. what they really should have done is before that swung it into the corner to I don't remember who was down there for that wide open three and never have even Needed to go to Spencer, yeah, I'm but a, it's here nor there. So he's an okay three-point shooter. He's, a, he's not. He's a really good three-point shooter. I'm not sold on that, but he's a he's a good three-point shooter. Yeah. Kansas climbs up to number two, and the Huskies fall down to number five in Ugh. the uh, college basketball rankings. Just remember, we're defending champs. Defending <laughs> champs. Hey, they, it, it's their first loss you, on the year. Kansas you is a good team. They play North Carolina on Tuesday night, so by the time this podcast comes out, the game will have happened, but they play North Carolina in the Jimmy V Classic. Hmm. So that'll be a good game. I don't know where UNC is ranked. If they are, I it, number 17 is in my mind. But I don't know if mm-hmm. that's true. That could be fake news. Are we going to a Yukon game this year? That would be fun. We're that not we're not going late in parking at the top of that um tower again, though. No, that was awful. That was horrible. I'd
1: rather just take a bus there or something. I'm not taking a no bus. <laughs>
0: we just get there early. That's true. Um but uh continuing on, what else you got for me? Uh I want to see the Hughes Bowl on thir- on Tuesday. New Jersey Devils are playing the Vancouver Canucks, and all three Hughes brothers will be playing. So <laughs> That's going to be awesome. Quinn Hughes is very near the top of the NHL scoring leaderboard. Jack Hughes coming back from injury. He's playing just like he was before the injury. And then Luke Hughes having a strong rookie season. It's going to be the second career game for Simo Nemec. He had two assists in his debut versus the Sharks on Friday. He was a number two overall pick a couple of years ago. The Sharks are playing respectable hockey, you know, losing to the Devils, but they're playing better. They lost 6-5 to the Rangers on Sunday, who were a really good team, possible cup contender. But the lowly Sharks are still my lock to win the first overall pick in the draft and the right to choose between Max Celebrini and Cole Iserman. Let's get Celebrini, baby. Let's go. San Jose, baby. His, his dad either works or worked for the Warriors. Really? Yeah. That actually sounds correct. He, um, I don't know what he did, but he grew up in the San Jose area, you know, Bay area. Hmm. So there's a lot of, you know, talk, Oh man, if Celebrini, you know, if the Sharks get the first overall pick, they take Celebrini. He's kind of a hometown kid for him, which yeah. would be cool. That would be, even though, cool. even though I'm pretty sure he's Canadian. Like I think he was born <laughs> in Canada, represents Canada, in international play, yeah. so like he'll be playing for Canada the World Juniors this year if he is Canadian. I'm mm-hmm. so pretty sure he is, hmm. or maybe maybe they moved to California. I don't know. I don't know why you'd want to live in California if you're born in Vancouver area. But yeah, I feel like it should be the
1: opposite. If you were born in California, you probably want to live in Vancouver. Um, but is this the first time that three brothers are going to play in the same game? No, in a hockey game.
0: Uh, there were. Three brothers on the same team in one game. Really? The Stahl brothers, Eric, Jordan, and Jared, all played. I think they started a game together. But, yeah, they had um their other brother, Mark. All three of them still play. Um, Eric, Mark, and Jordan. Jordan plays on Carolina. Eric, I'm not sure. Jared's out of the game now. But mm. there have been games where they played. The Sutter brothers, they there's a whole bunch of them. I'm sure a few of them played. But, yeah, three brothers, that doesn't happen very often, especially two of them being on the same team. That's really cool. And, you know, one way East Coast, one way West Coast. It doesn't happen often. So I will be watching probably the ESPN broadcast tomorrow night with Ray Ferraro Yeah. between the Benchers, It's going to be a good game.
1: Um, so it just reminds me a lot of when the – onto the kumpo brothers finally because Thanasis and Giannis obviously playing on the same team and then costas
0: on the lakers on,
1: yeah i think it was on the lakers or maybe Thanassis was on the lakers and Kostas was on
0: didn't all three of them play on the bucks at one point
1: yeah they've all been on the bucks there they, was just like please sign brother <laughs> please please also sign other brother <laughs> i don't know why Giannis is russian but <laughs> i tried um but speaking of basketball, next segment, we are going to be talking some basketball. We're going to be looking at the MVP ladder and a little quiz. We're also going to be playing a little game with some season surprises in the season so far. We'll be right back after a word from these.
0: Do we call them sponsors? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool.
1: We call them sponsors. Sponsors. you got to believe me. I wouldn't kill my
0: wife. I'm innocent, goddammit.
1: Why did you let
0: him kill me?
1: My name? It's uh, Kyle Silver, sir. You should never have returned to Autumn Falls, Kyle. Who, who are you? We're what's necessary for you. going to help you, Kyle. He did this to me! Get, get away from me! Open it now! Well, are you guys going to be staying at your family's old cabin? sure tomorrow will be a better day
0: folks tend to forget about things like
1: well that even the ones who've been here a while i need
0: you to take me. Can you do that for me
1: remember kyle or it will begin on game face presented by raving lunatic media yeah and in this segment we're gonna be playing um some fun little stuff we're gonna be talking mostly nba standings here um just for the first little bit we're gonna be looking at some surprises maybe um from these obviously these these uh standings here hold on i gotta
0: grab those real quick He's not going to edit this out. Watch. You're just going to be sitting here. <laughs> Could you waiting <laughs> And waiting and waiting. I, I found them. So,
1: um, here are the standings. Um, going, uh, I like that top team. So That's what I'm talking about. In the East, uh, the top six going from 1-2-6 are Boston, Orlando, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, the New York Knicks, in Indiana. In the play-in currently 7-10, through 10, Miami, Cleveland, Brooklyn, Atlanta and finally rounding out people who aren't in the playoffs Toronto, Charlotte, Chicago, Washington and Detroit. So Detroit's on a 17 game losing streak. They are on a 17 game losing streak. That's pathetic. Streak.
0: It is. They have Cade Cade, not Cade so Cunningham, Cunningham. J- Jaden Ivey, Jalen Durin. I know he's been injured a little bit but still you have Duren. That's horrible. It is. They have like one other guy, don't they? Yeah. Don't they have um, one of the, don't they have Bogdanovich? Uh,
1: yes, they do. Um, so we're going to play a little game that I like to call Surprise Party. And I came up with this on my drive home today. <laughs> so what we are going to do is I am going to talk about a team for a minute. And then you're going to tell me if I'm throwing them a surprise party because they have been excellent this year. Okay. So, my first team on this list, the Orlando Freaking Magic are in the second seed here in in 2023. Being led by Franz Wagner, being led by Paolo Bancaro, and being led by uh Hell Fultz and and all their other 20 point guards black magics on this team. So, Orlando is currently sitting at a 14 and 6 record, obviously, only 20 games into the season. That's a quarter way. Nico these guys have been balling out as of recently. Franz Wagner, I mean, obviously, we saw him and FIBA balling out preseason. That probably helped him stay up here. Nico, are we throwing
0: the Orlando Magic a surprise party for how well they've been doing? We're throwing them a good surprise party. Ooh. This top two in the East is like the revenge of the 2017 draft. You got Markel Foltz jason tatum leading the team i like what i'm seeing i am as well
1: i'm really enjoying this i'm i'm loving how it's going my next team that i have here sorry give me one second i might i might sneeze never mind i wasn't going to sneeze my next team that i have here are the brooklyn nets sitting at an even 10 and 9 right now Right now, the Brooklyn Nets are 10-9. and nine. Obviously, no star, real star in their team besides Brooklyn Bridges. They're basically an entire team full of role players. Um, being led by, obviously, like I said, Brooklyn Bridges, um, uh, Cam, Cam Johnson, Johnson uh, Cam... Oh, what is his face? Thomas. Cam Thomas, thank you. And then, as well as uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, too. So, Nico... While their record might not look amazing, are we throwing Brooklyn a surprise party right now?
0: No, because as I look at the teams around them, that's kind of where you'd expect them to be. Like, Mikael Bridges, good player. Cam Johnson, he was a high pick, and he's kind of rounding out into form. Kind of on his own team-ish. Spencer Dinwiddie, good point guard. And then the teams you got around them, Atlanta, Toronto, they're kind of similar. Cleveland, you'd expect them to be better. For some reason, Miami's kicking around at number seven. But, no, that's kind of where I would expect a a Brooklyn team to be, you know, with no no star or anything like that. Um, So, next up,
1: uh, we're going to be talking Western Conference. Going down the top six from one to six, Minnesota, Oklahoma, Denver, Sacramento, Phoenix, and Dallas. Here in the... uh, Playing currently is the Lakers, the Pelicans, the Clippers, and the Houston freaking Rockets. And rounding off the uh, seedings here, 11 through 15, Golden State, Utah, Portland, Memphis, and the lowly San Antonio Spurs, who are on a 14-game losing streak.
0: Hey, you're not the worst team in the West. You're still better than the Spurs.
1: Don't worry. So... Nico, a couple teams I'm throwing surprise parties for right now, and you need to tell me if that works out. Team number one, Minnesota, sitting atop the conference at 15 and four. Played 19 games so far, and through those 19 games, Cat, Rudy, who was in a little bit of a scuffle not too long ago with Draymond Green, um, and Edwards. Everybody on that team.
0: Going off right now. So, Nico, am I throwing a surprise party for the Minnesota Timberwolves? I think you are. Um, I don't think anybody saw them being this good. Maybe, Maybe we finally nailed our pick. From, like, eight years ago. <gasps> from like
1: eight years ago. Hey, they were a year away from being 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 a year away, a year away <laughs> and so on.
0: <laughs> yeah, eight years later, they're they're atop the conference. We got it right. Look, it's, it's teams we thought were good back in 2017. Minnesota, <laughs> OKC, look at that. Yeah, exactly. But speaking of OKC,
1: they're my next surprise party team. Oklahoma City, with... With as much unenthusiasm as I can say, with a 13-6 record, it's currently sitting at number 2 in the Western Conference. Now, Nico, obviously it's still early in the season. There was a little bit of a controversy with Josh Giddy recently. Ugh. Um, but what are you thinking? Are we thinking Shia Gilgis-Alexander and the Oklahoma City Thunder deserve a surprise party? I think they do. Yeah? They've been kind of going off. On, I mean, we were saying obviously, to all Oklahoma City fans and bandwagons. Like, hey, calm down. They still have to prove it in the season. They still have to prove it. And they're proving it right now with a 13-6 and six record. I mean, hey, they're better than my Grizzlies, but... A 14 other are. teams are better than my grizzlies but the spurs are not exactly and that's what's important here um, my next team i'm going for is the dallas mavericks a team that we thought was going to be middling they're kind of still middling but they're above right now at a record of 11 and 8 the team up between luca and kyrie seems to be working as much as they can and as much as i Kind of look at this team and still want to hate them, they're not doing
0: bad this year. So, Nico, am I throwing Dallas a surprise party? No, because I still think a team with Luka Doncic, the best, one of the best players in the NBA, shouldn't be sitting around a n- number six seed, like borderline playing team. Like, I know they don't have anybody else other than Kyrie, but I'm still waiting for. The hype with Luka to kind of be real. Like, he almost puts up empty Russell Westbrook triple-doubles. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Um, they're starting to mean something. I mean, right now, it's still early in the season. They're still ramping up. I think they'll probably end. Ramping it. up? It's been 20 games. Yeah. 20 games. I mean, hey, you know middle of the season was is when everything happens. <laughs> All-star game area. <laughs> um also, I think this should be touched upon. I hate this in-season tournament. I do, too, and
0: I I couldn't follow. And it It's kind of like, oh, hey, there's a tournament game going on. I don't understand the way they put it together or why they did with the point differential. I think it's stupid, but all I know is the Celtics are still in it. They're playing Indiana, and once you get to the knockout round, it's actually single elimination. It's a tournament that makes sense. You win, you keep playing. So they have, what, three games to go? <laughs> yeah. Listen,
1: Memphis, I'm pretty sure, has the worst the worst point differential at
0: minus, like, 50. No, they don't, because the Spurs do it minus 58, baby. Literally the only team worse than you guys are the Spurs, and they have all their guys. <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, we're going to be talking about that in the next segment, but I wanted to do a little thing I like to call Quiz the Nico. So, Nico, in my hand right here, you have not seen this. I have the top 10 in MVP ladder voting because I think a 10 step ladder is about
0: perfect. You right? mean ranking, not voting? There's nothing in
1: voting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. ranking, excuse me. Um, these are the top 10, Nico. Can you guess numbers 1 through 10?
0: Numbers 1 through 10.
1: Let's start the clock now.
0: All right, Joker's in there somewhere. Joker's number one. Joker's number one. All right, uh, Tatum's in there somewhere. Tatum is number five. I feel like Luke is going to be in there somewhere. Luke is number two. Luke is number two. Okay, maybe maybe the hype is real. <laughs> I just don't pay attention to Dallas basketball, other than Mark Cuban selling, but that's, again, neither here nor there.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh,
0: hmm. LeBron. LeBron is number 10. LeBron's number 10. Is AD in there? Anthony Davis is not, not in, in there. there. Yeah. Joel's got to be in there. Joel's number three. You have one, two, and three. Shy's got to be in there. Shy
1: Gilgis and Alexander is number four. One, you have one, two, three, four, and five Anthony right Edwards now. Anthony Edwards
0: is going to be in there. Anthony Edwards is number six. Cat might even be
1: in there. Cat's not in not there. Not in there. All right. You it's need numbers eight, uh, seven, eight,
0: and nine. Steph Curry's in there. Steph Curry's not in there. Not in
1: there? Nope. <clears throat> he played with Steph Curry, though. Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant is number eight. So who do I have? Just number nine? Number seven and number nine. Number seven and number nine. Number nine has a couple MVPs under his belt, and number seven is probably the most interesting person on this list.
0: James Harden better not be in there. He is not okay, on good. there. Okay, I'd have problems if he <laughs> was. A couple MVPs already. Who the heck has a couple MVPs that's not Durant, LeBron, or Curry? Uh, oh, Giannis.
1: Giannis Antetokounmpo. I was going to say, we mentioned him yeah, on this podcast one, already. One number nine is Giannis. Number seven. Who's number seven?
0: Want to help me out there a bit? Uh, great passer. That doesn't help me at all. <laughs> um,
1: He got traded not too long ago.
0: He's not a... V- elder statesman of the league is no it? he's a young guy like oh, real yeah. young oh, guy. oh hallie
1: halliburton tyrese halliburton i'm like chris paul <laughs> now nico do you remember who you picked for mvp at the beginning of the season yes i do jason tater tot jason tatum <laughs> but i think i actually picked Giannis. did you okay um i picked luca i'm pretty sure at the beginning of the season so so far My pick is number two, and if you're picking Giannis, your pick is number nine. I like
0: that Tatum pick better. He's
1: number five (laughs) five currently, but Tatum's always in weirdly in like the top
0: five to ten conversation. Yeah, that's like four to five. It's like not high enough to actually be a favorite. Like all the big men are above him, but. Yeah, he's
1: still there. It's like, uh, what's the old adage? Uh, Always a bridesmaid, never a bride. I've never heard that before. (laughs) Can we get a fact check on that? Never mind, she wasn't paying attention. Um, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. But in next, uh, in the next segment, we're going to be talking about uh, some of the teams we should be panicking about rather than the teams we should be surprised about. And we're not going to... More specifically, I am not going to have fun in this next segment because I'm talking my grizzlies. Oh, great. Nico, we're going to be right back after a word from these Sponsors.
0: From the showrunners who brought you Zodiac Task Force, the Quesatorian, and why you should,
1: Comes the almost ultimate spectacle in action podcasting. Sci-Fi
0: Malady. An elite group of nobodies armed with nitpicky opinions that can rival anything on YouTube. The mission? To review science fiction and complain about most of it.
1: How come most of the stuff we watch sucks?
0: Sci-Fi Malady. Mulder can get
1: beat up by anyone. Sci-Fi Melon. You know what? I cannot let this go. Bombers in space doesn't make sense. Sci-Fi Melon, the action sci-fi
0: drama podcast from Raving Lunatic Media.
1: Here on Game Face, presented by Raving Woo!
0: You sound like a weird kind of Aquaman character. <laughs> I I bet I was. Yeah, Aquaman, awesome movie. I have the hardest time understanding people talking because they got that weird underwater sound. Oh, the filter on the it. The filter, whatever. I hope they get rid of that for the second movie.
1: Aquaman will get you! I feel like I
0: sound like Zoidberg
1: (laughs) from Futurama. Um, Nico, we're going to bring back one of my favorite segments. One of your favorite segments. And it's not even around the horn. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the panic button. I know what you're about to do. Do
0: you want me to read this? So then you can have... I can give you the satisfaction of doing something. Go ahead, Yona. You read my blurb I wrote. Alright, so... First team are the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are now sitting at a record of five and fourteen. Jaw does come back this month. However, we are still missing about half the roster. You are missing about half the roster. I you, am. you wrote this. No Clark, no Adams, no Connard, no Smart. So that means it's dumb. No yeah. Laravia, no Z-Will, and no D-Rose. Big surprise there. <laughs> Jaw is going to come back to half a roster. I saw they just signed somebody to their second 10-day contract. Like, even um, like what, what, what does the NBA call it? It's not like a... Um, it's a 10-day contract, yeah. No, there's like a specific word. Not a poverty contract. It's like a... It's something it's really it's really funny, you know what I mean? Yeah. A broke boy contract. Basically. Should the Grizz hit the panic button and either tank the rest of the season and develop young talent, or should they keep trying to get back to a top seed since it is still early? So, Matt, are you hitting the panic button for the Memphis Grizzlies? (sighs) Get ready. One, two, three.
1: Because guess what? My Grizzlies sucked this year. I thought they were going to be so good. I was like, Yo, you know what? Ja being out for 25 games doesn't matter. We are falling apart. And it's because of all the injuries. <laughs> Who did we sign? We signed, um, not uh, what's his name? Bismack Biombo. Bismack Biyombo, And he was he was awesome for like three games. He's still not too bad. He's our best big man we have. Um, but when Ja comes back, I'm telling you right now, we tank the rest of the season. We right now basically have the number two pick. As long as we keep tanking. I don't think we should tank tank. I think we should use this year to kind of develop job ja back into a good face for the league. I think we should take this year to kind of um, get Jaron Jackson Jr. some reps down low uh, as an... In- As a big man, because as much as I love Triple J, sometimes it's infuriating watching his rebound stats where it's like three, four, one. Like, what? You are seven feet tall. Grab a rebound. (laughs) But five blocks. Yes, like eight blocks. And I'm like, what the f- (laughs) Um, So, yes, I am hitting the panic button on the Grizzlies. Uh, Personally, I don't think they should trade anybody. I like the team that they constructed around Ja, around Bane, and around um, Triple J. Also, cool cool fun thing, Desmond Bain is going off. He is like actually having an awesome season right now, being the number one guy on that team. And yes, he is the number one guy on this team right now. Um he's he's doing a great job. I just I just need I need I need job back, man. I would like a better record than what we have right now. Like make the play-in, maybe. Or honestly, just get a good pick. That's all I want. Because we have our pick this year. And honestly, that's all I need. Um, But yeah. So we're hitting the panic button on the Grizzlies. Now, Nico, it's my turn to give you some bad news. (laughs) Because your second team is not doing too hot. No, they're not. (laughs) Because right now, Nico, we're going to talk about the Warriors. And wow, I I never thought I'd have to say this, but are the Warriors going to be pretty mid this year? With a record of 9-11 and 11 right now, players who aren't named Steph Curry are struggling. Clay is only averaging 15 points a game, and CP3 is averaging a cool 9 points and 7 assists coming off the bench. The supporting cast isn't doing their job here, and that's an issue when Steph is having this good of a season. Should the Warriors hit the
0: panic button and make a trade, or are they still good? I think no, they don't hit the panic button, but yes, they should make a trade. I think it's time to get rid of Draymond. Really? I've been. I, I heard some guys talking about this the other day. Actually, um, kind of coming off the whole. Did he get suspended for? Yes,
1: button? he chokeholded. He WWE Sus- chokehold. So Rudy yeah, Governor. so
0: yeah, when he he came back from his suspension for the Rudy thing, I think. I can't, I, I would imagine Kerr and Curry are just looking at this guy like, man, stop. Like, you <laughs> know, you know they need him to do what he does, but after it's been about 10 years of like the Warriors being good, it's got to be wearing on him. Like, yeah. dude, you, you can't keep doing stupid things like this. Yeah. And as for Clay Thompson, I don't know. He's had so many injuries. Like, is this it? I don't know. Maybe it would really, really be like an earthquake kind of thing. So you trade Draymond, put Clay off the bench, and start CP three. Put Steph Ooh, at the two. That's an interest. That's interesting. I kind of like that because Steph is the best off ball player of all time. He is. Chris Paul is one of the best passers of all time. He is. I can see something working there. Clay obviously doesn't have it right now. So <laughs> Clay for six man. Clay for six man, he may not like it, but I think you may have to put Clay off the play him off the bench. Or he's he's a big guy. You can play him at the three. I mean, you, you got Wiggins. I don't know if he's doing anything. He's but, he's
1: he's not doing amazing right now.
0: So I think what you do is you at least start Chris Paul at the one, start Curry at the two, and then there may be a tough decision coming with Draymond. I don't know what his contract looks like, but if I was Steph Curry, I would be getting sick of his act. Yeah. Like you can't keep getting yourself suspended or like yeah, his role is you, you get technical fouls and stuff. That's one thing, but you can't keep getting suspended and basically what happened with Grant Williams on the Celtics last year when he mouthed off to Jimmy Butler and Jimmy Butler just like locked in and kicked us out of the playoffs. Void the team. And Grant Williams got run out of town for like a second round pick to the Mavericks. Yeah. Draymond might be, he might have something like that coming to him.
1: I mean, just look at what's happened in the past calendar year. He punches Jordan Poole, stomps on DeMontis Sabonis in the playoffs, and now this with Rudy Gobert.
0: Yeah, there's a difference between playing hard and crossing the line. Brad Marchand in the NHL is the Draymond Green. He's the Draymond Green of the NHL. And there's so many things he does you're like dude you didn't have to do that like that's just the you don't have to cheap shot everybody yeah the Bruins depend on Martian to do what he does but every once in a while there's that thing you're like I I can't explain that away there's you shouldn't have done that <laughs> you're being stupid yeah so There's a difference between being an enforcer and being an idiot being an idiot yeah basically Draymond please come on our podcast <laughs> He has his own podcast. He
1: do, Draymond, let us on your
0: podcast.
1: <laughs> he already um, tell us to screw off. Can we go on Podcast P? <laughs> Who's That's that? Paul George's podcast. <laughs> it's a pretty nice podcast, honestly. Great work, Podcasting P. Um, so we're not hitting the panic button on the Warriors. No, not hitting the panic button, but Steve Kerr does have decisions to make. He does. Now, Nico, our final team here that we should probably talk about. Uh, we kind of expected this going into the season we talked about it in the like uh the preseason podcasts that we had but the bulls are once again mid to bad at basketball with no clear identity or direction besides we have a game today i think it's time for this era of the bulls to end Who will be the first domino to fall? Will it be Vooch getting traded to the Wizards for Kuzma or some role players? Will it be DeRozan going to Memphis for a bunch of young draft capital? Or will it be Levine going to L.A. for a washed Austin Reeves and
0: picks? How can Austin Reeves be washed? Wasn't he a rookie last season? Uh, two years ago? Oh, I, I know you have your personal feelings about this man. <laughs>
1: no, have you been seeing what he's been doing this year? He's nah, not having stinking. fun this year. Um, could also be Caruso, Kobe White, Bum, Patrick Williams, or any of the other Bulls players. They're sitting at a very, very lovely uh, 7-14 and record right now. So, should the Bulls run it back one more time for good old old time's sake? Or is it time to blow it up and hit the panic button? It's time to blow it up. It is? Yeah. One, two, three. It's time to hit the panic button on the Bulls. So, I gave you some options for trades here. Who do you think is going to be the first domino to fall here from the Bulls?
0: Is it going to be Vooch? I know which one you want. I never thought about a DeRozan on Memphis. That that's kind of interesting. I like it honestly. And we I think
1: Memphis and the Bulls kind of have this um they they have this ability to do this trade and I hope they do. I don't think it's going to happen because why would the Grizzlies do this at this point? You're just giving up a whole bunch of draft stuff when you have a good pick this year for DeMar DeRozan, who, while he
0: is a extremely good
1: pe- player, is also
0: 34 years old. 34. That he's really had no big injuries, though. He can get. You can milk a few years out of him. Mm, yeah. I hope don't know does, his hope exact he contract. not any kind of clip. But... That's true. Um, I do think it's time for DeRozan and Levine to get out of there. I don't know why they haven't asked out yet. The that's Bulls true. are. They're weird. They're like the New York Jets, where they just keep kicking the can down the road. And it goes nowhere. Like, the Jets haven't won a Super Bowl since, like, 1967. Yeah. And they're just basically a cursed franchise. The Bulls, ever since MJ, they have just n- have not been able to get it going. They had a little bit with Derrick Rose back in the day, but then that happened to Rose. And then ever since then, they've just been absolutely middling and cannot get on their feet. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: personally think Vooch is going to be the first domino to fall. Big contract. I think they're going to dump him to a terrible team for draft picks. I would love, and I mean love, to see Vooch go, like I said earlier, to the Wizards and just get Kyle Kuzma out of there because I don't like Kuzma by any means. Oh, you
0: came around. Um, Do you have a problem with him just for some reason like I do?
1: Yeah, I I think it's mostly because I just don't like the Wizards team like I don't like Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma together. I feel like they need to be separated. Like by like at least 1000 miles. <laughs> um, just because like they're basically the same person to me sometimes. So I'm like, eh. but I think that Vooch is going to be the first one to, f- to fall. Um, I think they're probably going to keep a couple of these like other guys like Caruso, Kobe White, I, they wasted a giant pick on Patrick Williams who hasn't done crap for them. But, I mean, they could get the Bulls bump, which is, you you know the Bulls bump, right? Where after you get traded from the Bulls, you become a superstar for some weird reason, like Laurie Markkinen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. They're like, Laurie Markkinen, he's going to be awesome. And then doesn't work out in Chicago. Goes to Utah. Hey, Laurie Markkinen, <laughs> four Whoa! seed.
1: Look at that, baby. We were the number one seed and everybody wrote us off. Um, but, yeah. So, we hit the panic button today on the Grizzlies and the Bulls. The Warriors are safe for now. Who do you think deserves to be hitting the panic button right now? I know there are probably a couple other teams out there that deserve to be hitting it. Um, But when we come back, we're going to be talking a little bit of weird of the week after a word from these amazing, badazing, showbazing, glazing sponsors. We'll be right back.
0: A Rescue so scary. It's okay. I thought we were going to die here. You're safe now. I just
1: want to go home. A reunion. Dad, it's Chad. Chad? Chad? Oh, God! Chad, son, are you okay? Where are you? Where's Danny? What happened to you? I've been looking everywhere for you. We called all the fire departments and cop stations within a hundred miles to look for you!
0: Devastating realizations. I don't deserve this life. Not after what I have done. Not with what I am.
1: A glimmer of hope.
0: I might hurt you!
1: No, you won't. You're scared and you have every right to be after everything you've been through. But it's fear, and nothing more than fear. Just acknowledge it, and it can't control you. You're safe here. Your brain just hasn't caught up to that fact yet. It's okay. We got you. Honorbound, an immersive audio drama from Cat Loveland. Episode 1 airs November 1st. And we are back here on Game Face, presented by... Raving? Lunatic? Media? Woo! Yeah? And um, we've had a lot of fun on this podcast. We've made some jokes. We've enjoyed ourselves, but I think it's time to end this thing off. What do you think? I think it is.
0: I think it's, it's time, time to, to, to end send it off. It home. Send her home, you know, baby. Bags are packed, brought into the airport. Just send them home. Put him on the plane.
1: You know my dog Send started whining,
0: but I thought you were farting
1: for a second.
0: No, I'm quoting one of the best movies ever. Uh, indeed. Uh,
1: what movie is that? Happy Gilmore. I know. I totally knew that. I totally. I haven't seen Happy Gilmore in like four years.
0: I haven't either, but I can still quote <laughs> "Send him home." <laughs> you uh, you have a better memory
1: than I do, though. <laughs> um. So, uh, what were we doing? Oh yeah, it's time for Weird
0: of the Week.
1: So, Nico, we're going to be entering into um, what I like to call is Judge Judy area. What? Because it's time to enter the court. All rise for the Honorable Judge Ruckstar. Because, Nicholas, Nicholas, three days ago, I walked into this very house that we live in with about four other people. Correct? It's me, you, uh, the person who lives upstairs, my grandmother... And also my dog. Yep. I walked in here. My lovely girlfriend, Renee, made a fantastic soup for me. And I was like, cool. I'm going to pick up some orzo on the way home so I can make that with the soup. I put it right on the counter. Like, middle of the counter. I'm there. It stays there for a day. Renee comes the very next day. And I'm like, oh, we can make that soup. Nico, the orzo was gone. <laughs> it wasn't in my cupboard. It wasn't in your cupboard. It wasn't in Fred's old cupboard, Jacqueline's cupboard. It wasn't even in my grandmother's cupboard. So I want to know where my orzo went that I spent a $1.96 on. <laughs>
0: Where is it? It just disappeared. So Nico, I, I think I can see somebody right here. I don't, I don't know. Do you like Orzo <laughs> talking
1: to Bucko? Um, So Nico, I'm calling you to the witness stand. Where were you on uh 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 uh, uh Where were you on December 1st,
0: 2023? December 1st? What the heck? What day was that? Was Friday. That Friday? Oh, I was uh watching the Yukon game mm-hmm. as here? previously mentioned. No. Mm, where were you watching it? Tavern in the square. Eating orzo? No, eating um, Cajun pasta. That it does was, sound it delicious. It was so delicious. Actually. I had it for breakfast on Saturday morning too. Does did it go down the same the next day? It, it hit just as hard.
1: Yeah. What about uh? What about coming out? <laughs> it was not, not bad. Not nothing to report. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. I just want to know where my orzo went, man. Nope. <laughs> like, like, do you also notice that stuff sometimes just goes missing in this house? We're just like, hey, where did that thing go that I had? Yeah, kinda. I feel like we have a ghost. We, we must. And his name is Bucko. <laughs> his name is
0: Buckstar. <laughs> I think we're looking at the suspect right here. Yeah, you. <laughs> He's wagging his tail. That's an admission of guilt.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, we all know that dogs
0: wagging their tail means,
1: I'm guilty, I'm guilty. <laughs> it means,
0: yes, indeed, good sir. <laughs> He's like, you want to go outside? Wag their tail. the Wag their tail.
1: He's Did you eat the orzo? He's wagging his tail. <laughs>
0: uh, Did you kill all those
1: people? <laughs> Did you? Uh, I was wa- I've been watching this um, documentary on Netflix about um, oh, uh, this guy who was apparently accused of being a Nazi gas chamber guard, but he lived in like uh, some different country or whatever, and it was really cool. And he was like, no, you, you must be mistaken. I feel like his name nickname was Ivan the Terrible or something like that. Or- Ivan the Terrible? No, yeah. that, that's someone else.
0: Hold on. Ivan the Terrible, wasn't he? He's a Russian guy. Um, Hold I- on. I'm pretty sure Ivan the Terrible lived in like the 15th century. He did. But how the heck can a man who lived in the 15th century, have been a Nazi gas chamber guard. Give me a minute. I just want to, uh, let me
1: figure it out. Uh, You're telling yeah, me. Yeah, Ivan the Terrible. There it is. Accused of being Ivan the Terrible, a brooding Nazi death camp guard. Got to be a different Ivan the Terrible then. It has to be. Uh, great show, though, honestly. Like, very legit. But y'all know what else is a great show? What? Game Face, hosted by Raving Lunatic Media. Woo! Yeah. Uh, also, some of the other shows hosted by Raving Lunatic Media. Bah! Yeah! Uh, like Zodiac Task Force, a new episode is coming out this month, December. It's been on a little hiatus as well, mostly because I haven't been doing work. Um, but hey. Uh, slacker! I am a slacker. Um, uh We are also producing a new show called Autumn Falls, which is gonna be coming out in February, which is gonna be freaking awesome. You should go listen to it when it comes out. A new trailer will probably be dropping towards Christmas. Also, make sure to go check out Sci-Fi Malady. Sci-Fi Malady is amazing right now. They just did a couple of interviews uh, with the maker of Red Odyssey, as well as the uh, creator of Honor Bound, Kat Loveland. And you should also go check out those two shows. Another show you should check out. We have, we're producing a lot. Holy cow. Uh, Cold Case Chase. Go check out that. A uh, new episode should be dropping fairly soon. And I know it's on hiatus right now, but Quick Rants is going to be coming back in a couple weeks. Scott just did a mini hiatus rant. He's also going to be talking about Monsters, Inc., I believe.
0: Oh, that's a uh, good, that'd be a
1: good one. Yeah, so I'm excited. Um he was. T- uh, you should go listen to the hiatus rant. It's like three minutes long, and it just tells you like a whole bunch of things that he's gonna be doing. Um, so yeah, go check out all that stuff. Thank you guys for joining us. Make sure to like. Make sure to rate the show five stars. Make sure to go have some fun tonight. Be safe, Nico. Give me some words of wisdom, real quick, just off the cuff.
0: Yeah, uh, go Celtics. I'm gonna go finish watching Big Hero Six. Great movie. Did you cry? no when what is it What was his name Tadashi Taka- Tadashi I
1: almost call him Takashi Tadashi died it, it is oh, spoilers it is the by the sad way sad
0: part in the movie but no I did not shed a tear I want I haven't gotten to that part yet though so <laughs> sorry spoilers <Yeah. laughs> spoilers on this 10 year old movie yeah right Um, but yeah Uh,
1: good words of wisdom and y'all you know what I guess we'll just have to catch these guys next time huh yeah. so we'll catch you next time on game face hosted by raving lunatic media ooh. yeah and we'll see you next time on game face ah! ooh